0: The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences.
1: everybody. Hey. Do, 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 do. Talk scary to me. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm Scam. Hi, Scar. Hi, Danielle. I'm Danielle. Welcome to Talk Scary to Me. Oh, you look so good over there. You look yummy. I do. Damn,
0: yeah. You rem- you're giving me like Halloween set vibes right what? now. What? Why? What do you
1: mean? I don't know. I'm having fucking flashbacks right now of being on set with you. Is it because I'm wearing like a white shirt Is- or something? I don't usually wear white, so I'm wondering... Yeah. Oh, because it's am I? Is it? Do I look smart? Because I have glasses on. Or Maybe something? that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the it's the it's the white like V neck pump. Oh. It, and are you wearing like a push up bra right now? No, I'm wearing a sports bra. Are your boobies extra big right now? Well, you know. So I'm getting my boobs done. I'll just put it out there. Um, uh, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa Yes, I'm getting, I am I am by myself Some boobs, scouts Fuck yeah, I'm small, I'm I might roll to my train Just a little, I've nursed two babies They're a little bit, you know, I want to fill out the top a little bit more Very small damn. But once I like gave the deposit, my boobs started growing Are you fucking kidding I me? I swear to God I've been like looking in the mirror going, my boobs are growing Yeah, like your growth. boobs are extra boobs large are, Yeah Right now Okay, yeah, I don't know why I just made the deposit Are you like, guys boning a lot? That's Uh, what happens to me when I have, when I have a
0: lot of sex with my guy, my, my, I I don't know. My body's just like, no,
1: I, I am premenopause scout. So I'm on Testosterone so wow. and well. uh, and progesterone so that's why Shit, that's changing. why your movies are changing yes yeah. but I am wanting to fuck a lot more are you really yeah I mean I always I always yeah want you're, to, you're but, like a uh, beast over there well I, I don't feel know, like. I don't my husband would beg to differ with you but um oh. <laughs> but uh but no it's been it's been good it's yeah it's been really good yeah I mean I my testosterone was zero really yeah Damn. It's like no wonder I'm so fucking tired all the time. Yeah. It's like Jesus, that I just had two kids that don't sleep. So does your husband wanna bang more than you? Oh well, always. Always. I mean, are you kidding? Okay. He sent me some funny meme yesterday that was like Oh God! It was something on. I don't even know if I could find it now. It was like, uh, "Hey babe, can you watch the kids while I go get a facial?" And then the husband responds back, "I can give you a facial."
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's the story. The good of my old life. jerk on the face uh, <laughs> facial. I love that. I love it. My husband so responds my naughty
1: every single time. It's like never ending. Damn, you
0: guys do have that. It, it, yeah. In, in my household, it's the opposite. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, you I, put it out there. Oh, and you just... I think I think I'm the hungry, hungry. Well, I'm also my my guy's older. Right. He's ten years older right. than me, so I feel like that might be. And I'm in my 30s oh, so my 30s yeah. like prime right now. Well, like... I'm
1: nine years older than my husband. Yeah, so I feel so like he's in might... his he's in his prime, but I think he'll always be. You know, he's a dude. He'll yeah. always be in it, but he still gets like scared to ask me and stuff. It's I'm always really like, does he? Yeah.
0: What do you mean? Like explain that because like I, he I know waits for me. And... He
1: waits for me to give the cue.
0: Oh, okay. Mine does too. Mine is like, too. Just,
1: but I don't want to have. I to I don't want to have two. to. Men,
0: we don't want to have to no. give you the fucking sign. No, just pull
1: my pants down and put Dude, my head through the like wall. It's like a.
0: It's becoming a pet peeve for mine because yeah. it, it seems to be like that in every relationship that I get into. It's like I, I, I don't know. I would, I would love if you just just fucking, do it. Yeah, just pull down my just pants. Fucking do it. Pull down my pants. Pull yeah. it down. That's the hottest take thing out ever. Your dick. Take out your dick. Whatever. <laughs> just do something. Give me the sign, man. I don't want to have to push my butt towards your junk yeah. to like <laughs> get you to like want to mount me, man.
1: Be like, so, babe. Yeah, my <laughs> husband like gets all showered and clean and like lays on the, on the bed all like, so, like, you know. So what do you
0: want to do, do, Matt? Do you want to watch Housewives <laughs> or?
1: I'm like, oh my God. Uh.
0: Oh, I love that. Well, congratulations on the boobies. Thanks. Um, I know I'll be around you once you have the recovery and yes. I'm going to be taking notes because I kind of want to you know, do that. Uh,
1: my boobs were so great when I was nursing. Like they went after I had my kids. They were, I was like, this is like finally what I was like, wow. This yeah. is really lovely. So, you know, we'll see. I hope I like them. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I, you know, I I like your
1: boobs. I've seen thanks, your boobs. Thanks. I've seen your boobs. They're great. They're thanks. great boobies. I'm little, very proud of you. Just a little, uh-uh, you know. <laughs> um, so, so so let's talk about sex, yes. baby. Let's talk about sex. Okay. Do you have sex dreams? Yeah. Is it with your person? Or are they just about, like, I? I only once in a while if I have one, it's with like about, I mean, it's always like random stuff.
0: Ooh. Okay, Ooh, Never mind. Don't answer. No, 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 no. I'll fucking answer it. Um, you know, I've had a couple about, like, an an ex. Mm-hmm. Not not recently, but um, in the past. Um. Definitely with one particular ex, which I think, Uh, like, was the one that I thought I was going to end up being with. mm. So I'll often have dreams. Right. And that sex was so good. Right. But it was so wrong in so many ways. So I often do. But I I will have sex dreams um, of my partner as well. Yeah. But normally... Normally I don't see the faces. Mm-hmm,
1: right. But I you know do- who they are, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Is that
0: is that happened to you? Like
1: I don't uh, see a face. Some I mean I I I don't know, sometimes I guess. What was the last, what was the last sex dream that you had? Do oh, you remember? I don't remember. Um it, but but it happens often. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I can I can have orgasms in my sleep. You get off in your sleep too, right? No? You've never had an orgasm in your sleep? No. Really? <gasps> Dude, I I, it takes me a lot. It takes takes me a lot too. But for some reason, I wonder why in real life. In in real life, it doesn't. It takes longer and harder to focus. But in my dream, it's like no problem. But I'll definitely wake up. Like, yeah, wet. Of course, I'll like wake up, but not like. I wonder. Like, no one's touching me, and I'm in my. I'm sleeping. How am I getting off, dude? Well, there's this woman. Ah,
0: fuck! I wish I knew her name. The next podcast, I'll, I'll find her information. She does these seminars where it'll you won't touch yourself but you're she'll guide you through this like emotional experience wow. where you'll leave with an orgasm
1: we should take her class we
0: should take her class would not it weird if you and I take yes. a class like that <laughs> yes see I'm all for it but you're fucking with me right now I don't want to do that
1: alone I'd rather do it with someone who coming really with. yes oh I'd rather be in there by myself <laughs> really yes what is yes. it well, coming from the woman that teaches pole dancing classes? Well, you know, there was a woman that I remember I was referred to by my by my therapist that, ha- oh God, that would come to your house. There are people that come to your house with you and your partner. Oh, I need really? Yeah, that like help you, guide you through like all kinds of stuff. That's a little weird.
0: Isn't that like a threesome? I think there's. Isn't a Isn't that just a
1: fucking threesome? Yeah, I think there's a name for those people. It's like an actual. Okay, but does this coach. woman look like an old like? Yeah, like, like, like a witch. Like, well, a- I know there's some. There was one that actually had a couple of names. I'll have to go back and, and look them up. But there's a, there's a name for what this what this is.
0: Okay. Well, Danielle, coming from when we agreed that we wouldn't allow someone into the bedroom <laughs> with our partners, I don't know if you no, would be but okay with not,
1: this. I mean, if they're just like. But what if back. this fucking woman
0: was gorgeous, drop dead gorgeous? And she showed up in like a little like. Silk red dress, and was like, Hi, I'm here to teach you about sex. And
1: well, I don't, but I'm like, <laughs> Let me whatever. get out my pencil and
0: pen, and uh, watch You've never you had sex with your dude while you're while porn's on, yeah. We've talked about this, yes. yeah. So, yes. but
1: so it's the same thing, like, he's watching somebody else while he's with you. I you mean, know, don't you be- think that like maybe it's popping into his you just gave me a movie brain? idea?
0: How fucking oh. funny would that be if like the porn characters? We came alive like weird science and came out of the fucking TV. We're like, "Hi, I'm what's a porn name?
1: Uh, Chastity. Hi, I'm Chastity. Ch- I'm Chastity Rose. <laughs> Wait, I have a good one. <laughs> yes, Desiree oh. Star. <laughs> Desiree, Ray, 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 Star, 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 For Star. For those of you that star. don't know, that's Scout's c- real name. Hey guys, I'm Desiree. Welcome to the stage. Wait, you ready? Ready?
0: Hi, hi. My name is Desiree Star. <laughs> that's yes. why it was changed guys all right let's go to our sex <laughs> Let me hear a question so this came to my lovely instagram inbox and it just literally in all caps said sex has stopped oh. exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point! point first she josie t this is from josie mm. t she says scout and danielle you make me laugh so much Oh, I love you, dude. Josie. We thank you, thank, thank you. you, Josie. I, I know we're just having a good old fucking jolly time over here. Okay, so we've been married, her and her uh, husband. I'm assuming we've been married for a couple years now, and I've noticed our intimacy has died down. Mm-hmm. I've tried everything, but it hasn't seemed to help. Do I snoop around and see if he has is is having an affair? I mean, there has been no other reasons, no red flags in the past. What do you girls think is going down?
1: Don't snoop unless you want to find something.
0: It don't listen matter. to her. Don't listen to her. It snoop, snoop, and snoop. <laughs> no. No, no, don't snoop. When you look, don't you snoop. will
1: always find, and it may not be what you think it is, and you'll never be able to get it out of your mind, and then it will totally ruin your fucking relationship. Dude, so,
0: I, I, dude, do not, do not. Snoop, I try to stay off of my dude's cell phone, even if he like wants me to check out a message because I will find anything that just just makes me like, well... What's what is what's that? Right. What is that?
1: Right. I, I
0: think I told my dude the other day. I was like, I just don't want to get near your phone. I just don't want to get near it. Really? Yeah. But it. But it, I think it's just like a, It's a. It's a. It's just. That's it's your a, shit. Yeah. It's That's my shit. shit. It's my shit. Yeah. like Projecting. Right. Um. But I. Yeah. I don't think snooping is good. No. It's not healthy. It's going to lead to other fucking about, problems. How about you
1: have a real adult conversation? conversation. With your husband, Danielle. We don't do that. Why? What's it? well it's true? People we don't. Don't, do, no, yeah. I don't do that either. <laughs> Practice what I preach. Yeah, exactly. Um, geez, you know, maybe he's just going through a fucking hard time. Like, do you guys connect and have a conversation and talk about what's happening in life? Yeah. I mean, I don't I, I don't know, but it sounds like you guys maybe need to, to maybe go seek some counseling and figure out what's really going on down there. Yeah, literally. that's what I was gonna say. My my guy,
0: um <laughs> I love my guy. He he doesn't open up as well as I do. I'm a fucking open book. Well, I'm you're like a you. Woman. I'm Most like you. Yes. I mean, you so know. he's, and I think I think men have problems like talking about, you know, like you know, I think there's like a, a general thing with a man, like masculinity. It's like, you know. It's hard to say, like,
1: be vulnerable maybe.
0: Yeah, it's hard yeah. for men to be vulnerable. I mean, maybe he's just in a dark place
1: right now or he's having self-conscious things with himself. Maybe it's hard for him to get it up or, yeah, he, or maybe, is it he's afraid he's going to get off too quick and mm-hmm. he's insecure about it. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, there could be lots of things going on. Don't don't automatically go to that he's cheating. Yeah. That's not that's, that's probably not what's going on. Or it is. And you you know, maybe you'll you'll figure it out one and then, day you'll and you'll find then, out. Yeah. If you just ask. Just ask. Hopefully, Josie, just it's ask. not that he's cheating and he's just going through
0: something and yeah, that he, bring you guys closer. Yeah. And now that he knows that you'll you're there for him. Maybe he'll actually open up and this will like branch out a whole different thing in your
1: guys' relationship and should totally get him in the car and play our podcast this episode and (gasps) see if he catches on. Could you imagine? Oh my God. Yes. There's a good conversation starter. So has your dude listened to our podcast? I hope not. (laughs) You're gonna make me spit out my water. (laughs) I sure as shit hope not, scout. He's been a little bit weird, but he's always a little bit weird. But I I wonder sometimes. Oh,
0: you know he listens. Probably. I know your husband listens. (laughs) I know it. I get that feeling. Tom he don't listen he, he listens to me <laughs> he's like I was like you don't want to listen to it trust me you don't want to listen to this <laughs> I hope David's not listening to it I really do yeah, I mean there's what, what do you think you're what wh- why do you feel like that I'm just wondering because I I say the same same thing so I wonder what what is it that we're is it because we're bringing up past things yeah because past of,
1: sexual things really mm-hmm, is really mm-hmm. what it is yeah um you know he doesn't want to know like I went and fuck this guy's best friend in his room like he doesn't know and they're actors I wanna know so well I know I I wanna know all the details see for me I wanna know all the details (laughs) I like talking about these stories I'm happily married and faithful to my husband who gives a shit what I did before I I was married I enjoy
0: hearing my girlfriends like like, how big was it well what happened what did your vagina do like
1: what happened I'll tell you I'll care about that about how big that one was
0: (laughs) okay so (laughs) let's uh, segue into a deeper thing here yes Danielle
1: what was your biggest fear as a child? My mom dying.
0: Oh, fuck me,
1: Matt. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sorry, just take it, take it down. If oh, I had the button, yeah. it'd be like, wah, wah, You were just wah. afraid of your mom dying all yeah, the time? Yeah, well, my dad or... died when I was seven. Oh, fuck, okay. So okay. Yeah. it was always like, my mom's gonna die, my mom's gonna die, my mom's gonna die. You know, I mean, even now it's a fear of mine. Even now it's, it's, it was always like, anytime they'd go out to dinner, my mom and stepdad or my mom, even now, if my mom doesn't answer her phone, yeah. I automatically think my mom's dead.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: and David, like when David, because, you know, my dad died in a car accident. So when, when David is, is like out, you know, maybe he's having dinner with friends or something, and he's on his way back home. I just, I don't care how long he's out; he could be out at a strip club for all I care till two in the morning. But I want to know when you get in your car, how long it's going to take you to get home. So if your average route time is like thirty minutes, and you let me know you're on your way, and it's been forty-five minutes, I'm calling you. My, I'm just even if I'm passed out, I'm waking up wondering if you're dead on the side of the road. Damn, your kids are going to love you when they get older. Oh my god, they're going to love you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. At
0: your curfew, yeah. Where's your
1: phone? It's That's not right. on. Why are you not answering? Well, I'll be driving them everywhere. (laughs) So it doesn't really matter. Don't worry, anti Scout Carter, I'm going to rescue you. You know, (laughs) and that that could be one of my I mean, my biggest fears now as an adult is uh, my kids choking to death. Um, Holy shit. Uh, or something happening, like if, when they're sick, I, I like when they have fevers and stuff. Yeah. Because when I was young, when I my goddaughter, when she was like three or four, um, her thermometer was broken and she was homesick from school. And she ended up having, kids can have seizures from having high fevers. And she had a full blown seizure and went to the emergency room. And I just remember going in there and she couldn't talk and her eyes were rolling back in her head. And she was, I, we didn't know she was ever going to come to from having a fucking fever. So wow. I'm always, I have these little things, uh, these monitors that my kids wear on their body Body. Do you really? I do. When they sleep, if they ha- if they're sick,
0: oh my, and goodness. it measures and
1: it alerts my phone if their temperature gets over like one hundred one point five, it'll wake me up. And uh-huh. but I sleep next to them and I'm touching them anyway because I'm so afraid something is going to happen.
0: Wow, pa- fucking power mom over there, dude. You're gonna teach me a lot of things when I have a kid. Oh my god, I didn't even know that. That is yeah. crazy. I that mean, is it's terrifying. Just, you know,
1: I did this podcast yesterday um, with a mutual friend of ours, yes. and um, and she lost her dad too at a mm-hmm. young age. So we were talking a lot about like how that affected our lives and picking mm-hmm. men and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And also suicide has been a really big part of my life too, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. that's also another thing of like pe- wondering, you know, mental health and people yeah. going through stuff, even fans that, that will write me, uh, you know, on Patreon or on Instagram. And say like, I'm really in a dark place right now. yeah What do
0: you do with that? Cause I get a lot of
1: people write me. About I, that I have to stuff. write them you write back? back. I have to. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, maybe they just need someone to say like, it's going to be okay. I mean, someone messaged me last night saying like, I'm in a, I'm in a really good place. I just got moved into a new house and I'm, 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 out of the darkness. And I was like, yay, I'm so happy for yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Because maybe they'll listen. Yeah, Maybe they just need somebody. If you're that person, God forbid, you know, but there's definitely been a few that, that have said stuff and and then I haven't heard from them in a little while and I get nervous. Get like, nervous. God forbid they did something. So that's always a, a bit of a, of a button for me for sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I mean, what, we, what about you? Uh,
0: biggest fear. I, I mean, I, I think mine was like a you know, abandonment issues that everybody's going to leave me. I guess it's like this, yeah, same you know? thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, my, my, uh, you know, my mom had like drug abuse and stuff like that. And I was taken from her a little young and I didn't understand that, yeah. you know, at that age. And, um, I, I lived with my dad and I never grew up with my mom. And I kind of like had this really like dark thing. <laughs> cloud over who my mom was Mm -hmm. because of what happened because I was sexually abused as a kid and when I was in her custody so there was a lot of resentment going against her and she actually passed away last year Right, I remember so I didn't ever like really bring up these issues that I had when I was in her care yeah and I I forgave her a long time ago but you know I still wanted to know certain things because for some reason like when I was going into therapy um, a couple years back I I block out. I have a tendency to block out a lot. It's called trauma. Yeah, trauma. Trauma. Can you spell that? Can you use that in a sentence? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so yeah. a lot of stuff has been coming back yeah. when I've
1: gotten older. I always wonder like how the brain works. The brain's so m- fucking miraculous. Like, it's so cool. I mean, I remember it was, I was like maybe 10 years ago and I was back where I grew up. I grew up in Florida for a little bit when my mm-hmm. mom, my mom had agoraphobia and we had to like move from New York when I was a kid, like to my grandma's for fourth grade because she wouldn't come out of the house and it wow. was like a whole thing and I went to school there. And, um, but anyway, so I, I went back and visited my grandparents and friends there often and not too long ago, maybe about a decade ago, uh, I, rem- I had this vivid memory of the gym teacher when I was in like kindergarten or first grade, taking me into the equipment room and <gasps> making me and like the three or four other girls that were there pull our pants down. And Are he you would, fucking kidding me? No. He See, would spank us with a paddle <gasps> that had holes in it. Oh. <gasps> I've never seen one of those in real life. Like I've, I, I, Did but you tell your parents? I told my friend who was a teacher there, and I mean, this is you know obviously years later. My girlfriend who went to school with me is now a teacher at this school, and she 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 didn't know anything about it, but was really interested in that this had gone on and mm-hmm. happened to me. But I didn't know about. It. I didn't remember it. Then you think like, was am I making this up? Yeah, right now? You, that that's what you think. So I do this weird thing where I'll I'll count.
0: I'll count like fans like every once in a while. I haven't done it for a very, very long time. But that was one thing that my therapist and I discovered that a lot of these incidents would happen for my sister's boyfriends Mm. um, when they were like high on drugs or whatever. Mm. My mom was passed out. I would be laying on a bed and I'd be focused on the fan Mm. when all these incidents would happen. I I don't know how many. getting rid of your body. I don't know how many, but I knew it came to a point that I realized something that I could distract myself from right you know that's 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 one too many times you know Uh, for that to happen to a young child but one time is too many times yes but it's just so yeah yes exactly (laughs) it's just so crazy to like think about how your yeah your brain works to like I guess keep you safe like someone going through what you I have experienced we could not be who we are we we could have gone a different path right you know what I'm saying I think we're pretty fucking solid human beings you to know, have I, gone through
1: those things. Girl, yeah, I think so too. You know? I think we're pretty great, but but I just no, uh, it's true. You know what I'm and saying? Listen, it's, but it's but it's working on yourself too. Yes, i therapy. You know, I go to a. I've been going for 14 years, twice a week. So. Uh, it's, it's psychotherapy, a Jungian analyst and like, I, I, I have to, yeah. there's just, it's the way that I stay alive yeah. essentially. But I think, uh, I think it really messes with your, with your brain. I, I remember like, uh, I guess I were in the beginning, we we're talking about suicide and deaths and sort of how the, the, the brain works and, and saying to my therapist something like the craziest shit happens to me. Like how does this fucking how does this shit happen to me all the time? Like this is stories that you I only read about. Like this yeah. can't be happening and be in being my life, you mm-hmm. know. And she was like, "Yeah, but look at your life. Like l- look at what you do."
0: I know it's true. It is very true. It is very. Why is that easy for I, us? Why is traumatic,
1: I don't crying, know. screaming easy for us? I wonder. You're like might, she was like you're in, you're in the horror movies, yeah. running from killers yeah. as a child. Like look at the accessibility you have. Like and that's that so is not easy normal. for us to get into. Too so easy. It's so easy for us. I could literally cry right now. Being
0: being in comedies and funny. Yeah, that yeah. shit's hard for me. Yeah, but
1: you know what? <laughs> you're so you're f- so funny. So you know you're like you're, you're <laughs> I'm you're awkward. Like, I'm How? like, what do you mean funny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but God. it's uh, anyway. Yeah. So talking about, um, uh, do you have any other questions? Any other? Fun? No, no, no. Let's, get into, your, let's, let's get, get into Let's get into the, the horror
0: portion, which we are going to continue oh, down this. God. Should um, I go real life. True crime. Or should stuff? I go
1: um, true crime? True whatever. Crime. Whatever
0: is whatever
1: your little heart. You know, my heart. Well, you know, let's so. Uh, so, OK, so I was telling in the last episode you were talking about Johnny Lewis and I was talking about how uh, I did this this E show uh, mm-hmm. and we uncovered, you know, we were going over a lot of different cases. And one that I did not know about um, is something that happened to Ashton Kutcher. Mm. Um, and uh, so I'll just I'll read a little bit of Please this. Um, the, 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 it's called The Hollywood Ripper. Again, the city of death, Um, Michael Gargulio. I think that's how you say his last name. Scary motherfucker. He's still alive. Um, Okay. So this is in USA Today. Uh, So this guy, it says, uh, for crimes he called vicious and frightening. A judge on Friday – well, this is a while ago actually. Hold on. Let me see. Um, oh God, he's so creepy. You guys. Are you looking? I'm looking at his. Picture. I'm so far away from you. So he, so so this guy was found guilty in 2001 of murdering uh, this poor girl named Ashley Ellerin. She was 22 years old. She was a fashion student in her Hollywood home and she prepared to go out on a date with Ashton. Crazy, um, yeah. So at the trial, Kutcher had to to get on the stand and 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 talk about it, and he said that he was late to pick her up. And uh, he went and knocked on her door, and she didn't answer the door. So maybe he thought he was just like getting stood up or something. Uh, anyway, he looked inside to see blood stains that he thought were spilled wine. Prosecutors used uh, him in their closing argument, suggesting Ellerin was killed by another man who was jealous of Kutcher. Ellerin was found with forty-seven <gasps> stab wounds. Holy
0: shit. Yeah, that's someone that wants you dead. That Her is father, crazy. father,
1: Michael Elleron, who had been visiting his daughter from Northern California hours before she was killed, was one of several victims' relatives who spoke at the hearing of their suffering as they waited for years of justice. So, um, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. So... Wow! It says he said he was tempted to imitate his wife Cynthia's mournful scream and primal wailing after finding out that Ashley had been murdered. I don't know what the hell that's what what's going on there. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so uh, he this guy was also convicted of murdering 32 year old Maria Bruno, the mother of four, in her home in El Monte, East Los Angeles, in 2005. Um, Bruno's breasts were cut off and her implants were removed. Speaking of holy shit. He was found guilty of attempted murder in 2008 of Michelle Murphy, who fought him off in her Santa Monica apartment, forcing him to flee and leave a trail of blood that also led to his to his eventual arrests for two other killings. Murphy was the key witness at the trial. To this day, spending the night alone creates a world of fear And, me, Murphy said in court before the sentencing. She cried as she talked about meeting the families, the two women who didn't survive their attacks. How is it fair that one person's actions can destroy the lives of so many?
0: Wow.
1: He's a former air conditioning and heater repairman, bouncer, and aspiring actor whose nicknames from media outlets included the chiller killer, the Hollywood ripper, but was called the boy next door killer by prosecutors because he lived near the victims he stalked when he attacked their homes.
0: So crazy. So is he lived like you? not too far. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Is this you? Me? No, no, no. Oh, see, see. I was like, so, wait, what? Some news anchor did this too. I'm like, no, I'm talking about the show. You and the news anchor goes, oh. you? I know me. What? <laughs> no, you. It's kind of like he, he, like lived close to them and he stalked them and. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, thank God my crazy, stalkers don't live man. anywhere near me. Uh, yeah. So I think the story went something like because we went to her house and I interviewed her okay. roommate for this e show that f- was the one that found her that morning. Oh my god. So um I think she was like in her in her bathrobe. Like she So, had- so
0: wait, Ashton Ashton didn't call he thought it was red wine, so he just l- left her like he was getting out. stood
1: up. No, he didn't see her. Oh he didn't see her. He just no, saw he just oh, saw oh, red oh. on the carpet. Oh shit. Okay. And was like, oh, it looked like it was like red wine had spilled or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess she was like getting in the shower, gotten ready, had a bathrobe and her hair up and a a thing, you know, washed her hair. And and this guy, I mean, mean, there was no forced. uh, Oh, I think he would left. I think the room, the, the, I think it was something like he'd left. Okay. Let me take the story back. Yes. So they befriended each other. Okay. Ashley and this Hollywood ripper befriended each other. He lived down the street. Like there was a dog park. She'd take her dog. They would like go walking. Classic. In, you know, Classic. and it was summertime and she had, you know, he, he, she'd invited him a couple of times for like part, like barbecues and stuff like that to the house and got a a weird, a little vibe? bit of a weird vibe. Okay. And uh, kind of stopped that friendship. Um, but this had come after he had been in her house helping her fix her air conditioner. So wow. he knew how to get, get into in. her mm-hmm. house. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if it, if he had set it up where he unjarred a door or saw a window or something before he came back to do it or he just happened to do it. But she was going to go on a date with him. And uh, this guy came into her house and brutally murdered her. I don't know if it's because he was jealous of Ashton or, I mean, whatever. He was so, obviously had lots of women that he had murdered. Yeah, so all the kills, there's no—
0: similar, they're all different. They're all
1: different all They're different. all women. They're
0: all women, yeah, but they're
1: all, all of them yeah, are different. Yeah, they're, they're, bru- they're brutal, though. But why, yeah, but why... That many steps, And ones. you can see, like, you can see from from his apartment of where he lived, which is not far from where we are right now, by the way. Are you kidding me? No, it's off of Highland. It's like, yeah, it's not too, it's not too, too far from, I mean, it's Hollywood, yeah. you know, but he was in like a high rise kind of a shitty apartment and he could sort of see like, I mean, it's walking distance from her house. Yeah. So he's probably sitting there watching. and Watching, yeah. Yeah. Everything that goes on. Oh man. But I mean, could you, because he was late, so, if, so I wonder how mm-hmm. a, the guilt that, that Ashton might. Feel somewhat responsible, or or um, how many times he probably racked his brain, thinking like, what would have happened if he would have been in the house when this guy came I in? Know. Would he have died too? Would he have saved her if he had come a few minutes early? I mean, listen, I feel like it was meant. This guy was going to get her mm-hmm. at some point. He was going to get her, so I don't think he could have done yeah, anything. Yeah, he would have. I mean, he would've, just would have been yeah, in the crossfire. He cross would have waited.
0: He wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? He would have. I, I don't. think he would have waited for her to be alone. I mean, I don't think he would have done another, another night. He would have left. He would have hid. I don't think he would have. Sounds like he didn't have any, like, I'm like trying to like wrap my brain around this No, guy. it's it sounds interesting. Like he, I, I don't think that he would have, if Ashton was there, he wouldn't have done it that no, night. No, he would have come back and gotten her Unfortunately. alone. Unfortunately. He wanted to it's do just, it alone. People are fucking sick, man. People are fucking sick. Do you think maybe sick. he just
1: felt like he was like getting pushed away or maybe he showed interest in these in these women and they weren't it interested? It has to be. Yeah. It has to
0: be. Well, I don't know. I mean, don't he cut know. her fucking
1: implants out. I don't know what this girl. Of the other woman.
0: I don't know what this man looks like. What does he look like? Does he he's look like a not, charming actor guy like no. that would get attention? So why do these
1: women he, like? I, are you? Do you become? Well, I don't friends? know. This is old. This is a new, newer oh, fuck picture. That. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what the he's hell? He's scary, but he's in a mask, and he's. I mean, oh, he's this is a long time ago. Terrifying. I don't know what he looked like back then, but I mean, listen, I would have gone out with Ted Bundy, wouldn't you have?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Charles Manzan, Yeah. Well.
1: Uh, uh, I don't know about that one, Scout, but <laughs> you would have gone out with Charles Manson, you found him hot. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: Let's not get on who I find hot and who I don't, okay? What murderer? We'll talk about his you case like later on
1: these oh, episodes. Oh, oh yeah, this is this is not, but this goes back to what we're talking about um with Johnny Lewis in yeah. you've got yeah. to trust your gut. You
0: have to trust your gut. You have you have to. You really do.
1: In many in many situations, you know, it, it, like I guess I was on this podcast yesterday and we were talking about um, all kinds of horrible things. And uh, suicide and, and, you know, mental health played a big part in two of my best guy friends' passings. Um, and both of those relationships I had at some point had to pull away from. Because mm-hmm. I just felt like something was telling me I shouldn't be around them anymore. Yeah,
0: I I had that I had that with my ex my my ex fiance actually.
1: He, Did he kill himself?
0: No, no he didn't he didn't kill himself he he very close mm. very close too. But there's there's you, you have to let go sometimes. You know there's nothing that you can do that can help someone sometimes. I mean you can try as much as you can. You can give them advice yeah. to, to seek help or tell. Like my my exit was telling the family. I was like you need to. Oh, take care of him. Right. Like, th- this is what's happening. He's keeping it from you. You need to, like... See, but I
1: never knew, like, so Jonathan Brandis was one of my very, very best friends, an actor. I don't know if you know who he is, but um, he's, he's been gone a long time already. I was 26. So um, he hung himself, um, and he was part of... I mean, I, I traveled across the world to be with this guy, yeah. and we were just, like, friends. I mean, I set him up with his first girlfriend, Tatiana Ali, who was on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. They went out for many years. They had, like, a crazy relationship, and they had broken up, and my ex, Jeff, was became best friends with John and you know we were just all like there was like a group of of four of us. It was like Scott Campbell, uh, Jimmy DeBello, myself, Brandon, <laughs> Jeff. I mean it was like a little, yeah. a little click. You yeah. know, there was a, a there was a little group of us that were just really kind of dark mm-hmm. and fucked up and liked to like drink whiskey and play chess and paint and make short films and like, I don't know, it was like a we'd go over to Jonathan's house who actually lived right down the street from Johnny Lewis crazy. Yeah, yeah. Los Feliz. Um, and in an old Spanish house and we'd go and we would like be debaucherous together. And it felt really good because we wouldn't, it was a safe place. Yeah. Um, and then John went to do a movie in Prague called Hearts War. Um, and he was going to be gone for like six months. And I suddenly started developing romantic feelings for him out of like after being his friend for 10 years. And I was like, maybe I should just go. And my friend Natalia was like, go Dan, go, go, go. Yeah. But John was like, an interesting cat. Like he definitely had some bipolar things going mm-hmm. on, and mm-hmm. he would like leave me insane messages on my voicemails, like rambling psychotic craziness for ten minutes at a time. But he was so brilliant and so funny Yeah. that you're like, I'm you look, so drawn you over- look, to that. Yeah, you overlook. Yeah, artist, creative me. types. You know, I was yeah. like, I have to. You just and I just loved him, and I got him. Yeah, where a lot of people just don't didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I, some of my guy friends that want to beat the shit out of him. And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. It's just Brando. Like you'll, you'll if you knew him, to know him is to love him. But it was, it was, he was an acquired taste. Yeah. So I flew to Prague to be with him and uh just to see what that was like. I was like, I'm just gonna fuck it. Just get on a plane and just go. Because all of our other friends have, I'm someone of my word, yeah. right? So all of my other friends had been like, yeah, I'll come visit you. And or so and so I'll come see you. And all everyone was like, yeah, Jonathan, I'll come see you. And I was like, I'm gonna come. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna actually come. You'll see, buddy. And I did. And it was a great story about how um, I went, we went across the street right before his, his, he had like a week off and we went across the street. This is how crazy it was. I have some funny stories about him. Um, and he said, we're going to take a week off. Where do you want to go? I mean, we can go anywhere. I was like, oh shit, I don't know. Um, so we went to the travel agency and he said, close your eyes and I'm going to spin this oh map my God, are you and kidding? point and I was like, oh my God, is this really happening right now? And he did. And we were like, uh, I wanna go here. And we ended up going to Paris. So the next day what? swear to God, next wow. day hopped on a plane, flew to Paris. And um he I have this great, the great memory of we he, we went and checked into this hotel and he was like, he said to the concierge, like, I wanna go to the, the nicest restaurant in France. Like, you know, just Crazy, yeah. And they're like, okay. So we made this reservation. We get there and we 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 walk in, and all John had was like a pair of khakis and like a thermal and like <laughs> sneakers, you know. So Did he buy you a whole wardrobe? No, 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 no. He wasn't like that. Okay. I mean, I had like a cute outfit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they're like, oh, sir, come with us, and they like took him away from me, and they they put him in a suit. <laughs> And tie and a shirt, and it was like too small. Oh my god! And he god. had these like it was like blue with these gold buttons, and he like comes up in the elevator, and he's like, oh, here I am, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! <laughs> God, you're, this is is so this insane. real life, yeah. It's this real life. Wow. And then there were no prices on the menu for anything, and he's like, "We're like, we'll have that bottle of wine right there," and it was like some seventeen hundred, you wow. know, pound bottle of white wine, and we didn't even know we were ordering white. I mean, it was just so ridiculous, and they were so rude to us, and we were like, "Fuck you!" Like, well, we're, you know, we can afford to be here, so fuck you. Yeah. Um. And uh. And it was it was just you know magical. Then we got into a fight. And he, you know, weird shit started happening, and I felt uncomfortable. And I went back to Prague, and I didn't want to be there. And I was like, I, I, I'm so drawn, but I need to leave at the same time. And mm-hmm. I got on a plane, and I went to see my friends in Israel. I was like, I, 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 I'm, I'm fuck it, I'll just go. My mom was like, You are not going to Israel. I was like, I'm on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so there was always something that drew me yeah. in, um, and I just, I couldn't stay away, but I just had. I had to stay away. Yeah. Then I started dating a- another another guy who was from Michigan. And when Jonathan would come to my house, he would wear Michigan shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's you know, it. he'd go out on auditions for pilot season with T-shirts that said, fuck pilot season into network. Really? Yeah. He didn't care. Wow. Give a fuck. But I didn't know there was a lot of things going on. Yeah, there were a lot of things going on that we used to have this motto that we used to say, "I hate my life. I hate my life. I want to kill myself." Like that was what we would say. Damn. And I've never said that. I've never said I hate my life since then. But what did we? What did I? I didn't hate my life. Yeah. He hated his life. I mean, I, he you was just, not you well. More, you
0: morph into what of that? Yeah. It's it it's like a, it's a good drug in a sense. Like you 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 your whole essence, you your whole who you are just morphs into this toxic human. Yeah. It's, it's crazy and it's fast. But he never felt toxic to me. Yeah, but but, but it doesn't to you. It's it's yeah. it's like it doesn't, you know? Like I I'll think that to I'll say that to the the end of the the earth is like, you know, when I was in that relationship, I was like he's not toxic. He's not this. He's not this. Is it but it, it it is to to who you are. Yeah. to what is you? It is. It, it, it was like a, too intense. Yeah. It was
1: too intense. I had to just like take a step back and we just started to become friends again. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I when I went to I went to the bar and my boyfriend at the time was working and John was there because he wanted to like see if we were really together and he was like fuck you and like got all mad at me and uh, because I was with somebody else and it, it it was just weird. Um and then uh and you know what was fucked up is that after so I'll tell you so I'll tell you through the 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 course of the night. Um uh so I've never really talked about this story. People know that he was a friend of mine and that he passed, but like yeah. I didn't. The specifics are, are kind of um, intense, so. We kind of got back to being friends again he just come over to my house and I'll never forget we were playing categories we used to always have big big game nights growing up playing categories and he guessed when Clint Eastwood's birthday was it was like something that we're like only you would know that yes. John like of course you would know yeah. like you would get it right yeah <laughs> you know like you would guess that you would guess the year um and I still have that categories box with his writing on that piece Aww. of paper and a jacket of his and like other stuff um and uh like here's a good story I uh, well I'll, I'll tell you a few funny stories about him um so so uh, <laughs> uh oh my god, there's so many stories. Like, Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm like, what do I keep private? What do I talk about? Anyway, so um uh, if we'd all would, would just have gotten together to have a conversation about what was, you know, maybe going on, we would have we would have figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um but he he ended up um taking his life by hanging himself uh, outside of his apartment building um while my ex Jeff was inside uh, and his cousin and I think his cousin's friend were were staying with him in his apartment. Um, and, uh, he had gone to this Barney's Beanery place over here and he was obsessed with, I guess, passing at 27 was like the year that most people had committed suicide or died. You know, it was, it's like oh, 27 so is was like obsessed. a big, he, I, I know that. He would talk he was, about it a little wow. bit here and there, but, um, but I had heard out after that on, on the tables at, um. At uh, Barney's Beanery, there's, like, you, like newspaper clippings and kind of stuff about you know, Janice Joplin and, like, you know, people that did die at, at you know, uh, Morrison, like, people that did die at 27 years mm-hmm. old. So he went there first, then went home, and um he literally just said goodnight to my to Jeff. He was sitting at the table reading, like, a magazine, and he said, goodnight, you know, I love you, love you, man. Gave him a hug, and, and Jeff said, is it cool if I hang out? And he said, sure. And he went into his – what Jeff thought was his bedroom to go to sleep, and – um. I guess he, he had already like hung up sheets outside of the, of his apartment and went outside and, uh, and did it. And Jeff went in a couple, you know, hours so later, like, you know, I'm not going to crash. Like I'm going to go, I need to borrow John's car to go home. And he went in to the bedroom to tell him that he was leaving and not going to stay. And he thought he was in there sleeping because the blank, the blanket was all fucked up and there were pillows and it was dark. So he just thought that he was in there and he opened up the door and saw him hanging there and he thought it was a joke. Holy shit. And he had to cut him down and try to resuscitate him. And, you know, I was working on a movie at the time called Debating Robert Lee. And I got a call from uh, my friend Natalia. I got a call from my friend Natalia saying that Jonathan killed himself. And I was like, this is not, This is not. no, it's not true. It's not, there's like, he must be playing a joke. Like, this is not real. This is not really happening. And she's like, I'm on my way to your house. And if, ironically, she came to my house with my other friend, Adam, who ended up killing himself two years ago.
0: Holy shit. Um,
1: came to my house and I drove to John's apartment and was banging on the door trying to get into the building because oh, I wanted to know thing. what happened.
0: You poor thing.
1: And the guy, the landlord wouldn't let me in. And I was like, I'm his best friend. I need to know what's going on. And he said to me, if you're his best friend, you would know what's going on. And I was like, okay. So I drove to um, Cedars. I drove to, oh, he said, why don't you call the Rick unit at Cedars? And I was like, Rick, 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 a Rick unit. What's a Rick unit? What's Rick unit? Respiratory intensive care. I'm like, oh my God, he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. And um, I drove to Cedars and I got out and Italian um, Adam were in the car and I went into the emergency room and I was hysterical. It was like, you know, one in the morning, hysterical, went in and said, I think my friend Jonathan Brandis is here. Please. I don't know what's going on. I heard he killed himself, but someone said he might be in the Rick unit. I went to his house and I can't find his parents' number. No one's answering their phones. Can you tell me anything? And looking through the booth and the woman was like, can you give me a minute? And she like rolled her chair back and talked to this other male nurse. And she said, you know, can you come over, can you come in here for a minute? And I had managed that, I'm sorry, your friend is gone. Oh my God.
0: I guess Daniel. he had actually
1: been alive. Yeah. And they, his parents had to end up pulling the plug because it, he had been gone for too long. Um, but, But the first thing I did when I heard that he, that this had happened after Natalia called me was I hung up and I called him and I left a screaming message on his answering machine. How could you do this? Like so out of my body. Mm -hmm. What was I doing calling him? I called him for – his parents left his voicemail on for a long time. So I called him. Um, And I found a card recently. And like Soleil Moonfry did a a documentary recently called – I forget what it was. 13 something or I don't remember what it was. But – got a lot of accolades and I just couldn't bring myself to see it because there were videos of him in it and that voice. And like, and I talked to his dad uh, not too long ago and they sound the same. So it's like, it's so heartwarming though. It's still so in you. It's still so, oh yeah. Yeah, Never, never, never get over stuff like that. Yeah, no way. You know, but I, but I know after, you know, talking to his parents for many, many years and spending a lot of time with them, um, that he was going through a lot of mental things; that he was not well, um, and it had nothing to do with not working in the business. The mm-hmm. industry w- was not the evil that caused this, which okay. a lot of people speculated. Yeah. He was directing. He was. He just. He was doing so well in his life. Um, schizophrenia did run in his family. His uncle had it, which his mom told me. Um, and John had been at his parents' house for a few days before he did it, and there was a suicide letter. So Shit. this was a hundred percent, and the suicide letter did not blame his parents. It was yeah. just something that he couldn't go through. And you know, he called me a few weeks before he did it, and he had been at a party, and he was freaking out because he walked into this house party, and somebody was smoking weed in like like whatever it was a house party. Someone's like smoking a joint, yeah. and he had to leave. Cause they were smoking weed. They were smoking weed. And he thought that it was, it's still, it was in his system. Mm. I was like, dude, when was this? Do you feel high? Like, do you feel like something's wrong? And he said, I just feel fucked up. I just feel fucked up. And I was like, well, go, when, go get a drug test. Like go, go take a test and see if it's still in your system. Do you, cause you didn't smoke it. I'm trying to calm him down, you know? And it was two weeks prior that this had happened. And he was still thinking that something wasn't wasn't right. Yeah. So, but you know, I was 20 something. I was like, dude, what the fuck? You're losing your goddamn yeah. mind, bro. Like, but then you don't know. Like You, you don't you, know. Like, you don't know. That's, you just don't know. I, I
0: mean, I always wonder, you know, with, with like schizophrenia and and being bipolar, it's like, they're so like people that suffer from this are so, they, they can hide it so well sometimes. Yeah. They can hide it so, so well. Uh, my sister is bipolar. my my biological mom was bi- bipolar as well. and i would have I would have never have known, never have known. but you always wonder if like you just missed like signs or anything. Do, do you ever feel like that? Like if you like, I mean, I don't know. I'm like like something like missed something or I mean, I couldn't imagine like going through what you went through and and like people blame themselves, you know, like if I yeah. would have seen this, if I would have seen that, if I would have.
1: Um, hey, listen, my friend Adam that killed himself after, like two years ago, actually did blame me. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, my fuck God. Wait, 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 wait. We can't talk about that
0: right <laughs> now. We're going to— The next podcast. That's it. That's, a, that's a story.
1: You know, I've debated talking about it for a really long time. Um, right when he did it, I actually posted the letter that he sent me um, uh, on Facebook— Uh, I was like, "Fuck you! How dare I take no responsibility for this? This is not my doing." And I was asked by his parents to take the letter down because people didn't know that he had died yet, and this is how they were finding out. So I took it down, but I still contemplate sharing it. But it's interesting, like how the death of somebody there's there's two very different. Like I have the this devastating hole in my heart from Jonathan dying, and this hatred and anger towards this other person that you know that that concocted this whole fucking spectacle around his death because of me and sent out a dozen boxes to our friends with shit of his in it and letters that he wrote me about, a seven-page letter about how, at the end of it, he says to me that I, he hopes that it was worth it for me. Um, and, you know, all he wanted me to do is come to his funeral and you know what? I didn't. Holy shit, Danielle. So it's crazy. Holy it's, shit. There's some, there's some interesting characters. But again, back to like, you've got to just, I walked away from that friendship you know, seven or shit. uh, Well, now it's 10 years ago. Yeah. Because I just, they're just, it was like too much for me. Yeah. So after 20 years of friendship, so you just have to just like, let it go. Just let it go, yeah. and you have to like really just just sit with yourself. And if something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Yeah, because you know I, they think, say I if you, think if you that, doubt it, don't do you it. You know, I
0: think that with the like last podcast that we talked about with Johnny is like I mm-hmm. always like if I took his call, if I'd seen him or something, and maybe he just needed a fucking friend there, and like he didn't ask, like you know, he 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 literally did not ask as like a date. It was just like wanted to catch up, and like he just needed someone. I, you it, couldn't. You can't save him. Yeah. Yeah. I just, that's what I was, that's what I was meaning when I asked you that. I was just like, is there anything that you like go back in your mind and you're just like, well, if I would have, did I see that? Did I not?
1: You know, I just, like, and we wonder how our emotions are so easily accessed on film. Next, go see now us in you these guys horror know. movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you guys. Well, thank you so much yeah. for fucking sharing that, man. Yeah, Holy crazy. shit. You know, all yeah. these things just help you kind of, I posted recently about on, on Instagram when I was working on this movie, like I have this little scene where I'm holding onto this guy and I'm screaming, I love you, brother. I love your brother. As he's getting ripped out of my arms. And it was yeah. the anniversary of John's death. And Holy it was shit. like, I couldn't fucking shake it. Yeah. So sometimes it's like, you know, you have to kind of tap into that or it just comes up as an actor. Like yeah. it, it just bubbles up and you're like, wow, I didn't know that that was still in there. Mm-hmm. But when you're seeing the movie and you connect with something and you're like, wow, that performance was so real. Mm-hmm. That's why, guys. That's
0: why, because we're pulling from uh, some stems deep within, y'all, deep within. Next time you see one of our movies, (laughs) you'll know where it comes from. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, guys. This episode was fucking holy shit. I need a a drink. I do, too. You want to go get a cocktail? Let's go get a cocktail. Thank you, guys. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye. (laughs)